Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The anti-racists have a pretty funny way of showing they know their history as they deny entry to a bathroom to a Jewish person. Hunter Biden gets indicted on tax evasion charges, and, well, daddy's post on X don't age very well. Ibram X. Kendi wants you to know the white people, they're not human. Oh, but on the good news front, Riley Gaines, Kim Russell, they stand up to the bullying of congresswomen, at least I think they're congresswomen, and that's how they identify. But I digress. Also, Elon Musk keeps pounding Disney and telling them to pound sand, and I am here for that all. By the way, I'm Andrew Coppins, and you're tuned in to Critical Thinking. What's up, everybody? We've made it to the end of the week. Yes, this is December 8th, year of our Lord, 2023. This is Friday. You know the drill by now. Best, worst takes of the week. We're going to crown a brand new Richard of the week. But before we get into all of that, do not forget you can follow me on X on Facebook at The Coppins Show. And I wanted you to also know that that's the best gift that you can give me right now is just follow me, is just simply making sure that you are following the show, that you're downloading the show, that you maybe give us a review if you have the time. I know it's a busy time of year for everybody, but it's a very simple thing that you can do to help grow this show. Now, we have grown quite a bit over the past six months, and that's great news. We've probably close to doubled our audience, but it's not even close to making the true impact that we hope that we can make going forward. And so it's just very simple. Make sure that you are subscribed to the Rumble channel, that you are following on X, doing the things that you can do for free. We're not asking you for your money right now. We're just simply saying, do these things to help us grow. And, of course, you can always help by visiting our sponsors like the fine folks at coffeebrandcoffee.com where they care about your coffee and not yours or their politics. Great coffee, small batches, roasted fresh for you. The flavor profiles are amazing. I love the bourbon flavor. If it's still available, go get it. 
They have really great gift boxes. So go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, enter the promo code CRITICALTHINKER at checkout for 10% off of your purchase today. Again, that is CRITICALTHINKER at checkout of coffeebrandcoffee.com. I know that a lot of different coffee makers have uh, different things and and different conservative or libertarian podcasts are touting all of them. All I'm going to say is this, try them all and see which ones you like the best. But that includes Coffee Brand Coffee. Again, coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code CRITICALTHINKER at checkout for 10% off of your purchase. Guess what? That purchase, you get a product, you get something in return, and you help the show out. All right, all of that being said, you know the drill by now. On Fridays, we're going to talk about the best and worst takes, and we always start with the worst takes of the week. So let's dive right on in. Yes, we got a ton of worst takes, and there's nothing worse, as I alluded to up front in this program, than the so-called anti-racist crowd um, deciding to go full-on Jewish Jim Crow, I don't know what else you would call this, in Oakland, California. Bathroom. We've given you all your food. I want to go You've into the restroom. Also, right. also, currently, this is a private property. I, I want to go into the restroom. Yeah. I do need you to leave. I know Israel loves taking private property and saying it's their own, but we got ahead. You're not going to let me You're go into the restroom? So I need you to leave. Please. I want you to go yeah. into the restroom. I need you to leave, please. I was patching here, and I have a right to go into the restroom. And we have a right to you Yeah, but I need to go into the restroom. I'm asking you to leave. No, you need to let me go into the no, restroom. I don't. I'm asking I, I'm a patron here and okay. I need to go to the restroom. I'm kindly asking you to leave. No, I will not be going to leave. I'm kindly asking you to leave. Okay. No, I want to go into the restroom. That's fine. You can use our restroom. We have a restroom next door. You can use no, our restroom. I want to use It's a restroom. Now, you might be asking yourself, uh, why is this individual, number one, being blocked from going to the restroom? That's odd. Also, really weird that you start talking about Jewish people wanting to take private property. Like it is literally the language of everything from Mein Kampf. Like we are literally watching a soy boy white guy telling a Jewish person about private property and stealing. It, it is literally Holy hell, you are as anti-Semitic as humanly possible in this. But why is this Jewish person just not taking the offer of going uh, to a different a different bathroom? What is behind said closed door? And this, folks, is the crux of the story. I want I'm We're not, saying I should no. not be excluded and other people allowed. They are saying no. I want to go into the restroom. And what is standing here going? You're not going to let me into the restroom? You can use our other restroom. We have another no, restroom. I want to use this one. You're not, they're not letting me All you don't get is a video of it saying that, and that Zionism is Why are you afraid? If you agree with it, why are you afraid that they will take a picture of it? Oh, actually, okay. yeah, great. Please. Well, if you Please. agree with it, why, why are you Please. afraid? I'm not afraid of it. Zionist. Then why are you not letting me in? Because you're, this is what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. 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 History didn't start yeah. in 1948, lady. Free Palestine. Now, free, free Palestine. Palestine. It's always. Please leave. Thank you. It's always. Yeah. Great. We love it. Thank yes. you very much. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we had a white soy boy, the paint, the colored hair, like every caricature that you could come up with for a leftist coffee shop exists there. 
And the Jewish woman wants to went to the bathroom. This is the story. She went to the bathroom, saw that her phone was on the table or wherever she was when she got her coffee originally. Um, went to the bathroom originally, saw this absolute idiocy in the bathroom. Of course, it's Oakland, so of course this kind of idiocy exists there. And then decided to want to go back. And you notice how, uh-oh, that crap is in our bathroom and she's Jewish. We, we probably shouldn't let her back in there so that the world doesn't know about our anti-Semitism that we have allowed. Folks, you might sit here and say, originally, having seen this story elsewhere, potentially, that, wow, is this basically segregation, Jim Crow BS going on? This is, this is how the program started in Nazi Germany, literally dehumanizing Jewish people to the point where they can't exist in the same space, where they're not allowed to use this bathroom or go to this business or own this or that, or we're now going to strip you of your private property rights. Because I guarantee you that's coming in Oakland based off of that soy boy BS. Free Palestine to a Jewish person? What kind of an asshole do you have to be to do that what kind of an asshole do you have to be i i just i i cannot wrap my brain around how you treat somebody like that it's the same thing when i see somebody being blatantly racist to another individual i i can't wrap my brain around how you get there it, you live in a completely alternate universe. But if we don't call this out, if we don't look at this, if we don't take this on head on, we are heading for the night of long knives. We are heading for crystal knocked. We are heading for all sorts of the worst of the worst, but we have been told that we're never again, never again yet. We allow this, but there's apparently a little bit more to the story because it's Farley's East issued an apology on their Instagram page. Of course, turning the comments off on that, but um, saying this, quote, dear valued community, in response to the recent incident at our family owned cafe, we want to offer an acknowledgement and a sincere apology as context. Hate speech graffiti was written in our bathroom. We do not support hate speech. This does not reflect our values. After a customer used the bathroom and wished to return to document the graffiti, they were initially denied access and then allowed to re-enter to document the graffiti. The staff handled the situation poorly, and we apologize for this error and the distress caused to the customer. We've taken corrective measures with our staff and removed the offensive graffiti. We're not anti-Semitic. We value diversity and inclusivity. We com were committed to ongoing staff training for a safe and welcoming environment. Thank you for understanding that we are a small business doing our best to operate a community business in a difficult environment. Now, it, it is one thing to acknowledge this, right? That's great. You acknowledge that this was wrong, except for your staff members knew about this. And you. how long was this up for? How long did your staff members, whom put this in there? How did this 
be allowed to happen because this is not something that takes like 10 seconds to scribble out on uh, a frame for the mirror. You'll notice this graffiti exists everywhere in this bathroom. This is basically you got caught with your hand in the cookie jar. And more importantly, there's probably only three, maybe four employees at a time in this business to begin with. And you value your diversity and inclusivity so much that all three of them just so happen to be absolutely anti-Semitic assholes. All of them. All of them, free Palestine, talking about history not starting in 1948. No shit, Sherlock, on that one. Excuse my French, but no shit. How about we go back to, I don't know, 1929 and and talk about Mein Kampf and, and Adolf Hitler. How about we just start there? Just the absolute, this is either pure and utter ignorance, which it's not, but let's say that. The corrective action, how about this? These people no longer work here because um, we're not going down this road. We are not doing this. We are not going to sit by and allow people to dehumanize because that's exactly what took place here. Other people based off of religion. When you allow this to happen when you allow these types of individuals to have any pull in society. But Andrew, should haven't you said that uh, you know these businesses should be allowed to do all of these things in the past? Absolutely, by the way. I absolutely say that. But you know what we get to do in return? We're going to put your ass out of business. That's what's going to happen. Thank you for pulling the veil back on you being pro-terrorist, pro-Hamas, free Palestine as a business. That's exactly what you have condoned. That's exactly the values that you hold. It's the same thing as I fervently believe that if a business is wholly, absolutely racist against black people, you deserve to no longer be in business, and it, the market will do that for itself. It's why I believe, you know, people like Richard Spencer and everybody else on the neo-Nazi white supremacist level, let them speak so that we can understand their idiocy and then stop platforming them. Stop giving them uh, a space in which to be taken seriously. Let our good speech and our positive speech outweigh that BS. This business deserves a boycott. This business deserves nobody to spend a dime in it. There are probably hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of coffee shops that you can choose in Oakland. Go to Starbucks over this crap. And I'm not the biggest Starbucks fan in the world to begin with. You don't have to shop there. You don't have to do that. And you can speak with your dollars. Simply saying, yeah, nah, you're, you've got three businesses. Now you don't. And them's the consequences of hiring anti-Semitic assholes. It's really funny how the market can correct all of this. But let's continue on because um, we've got a little bit more to talk about. Because 
at the same time as this is going on, lest we forget that the Joe Biden administration announced yesterday that Israelis are now going to be punished by apparently denial into America for quote-unquote crimes against Palestinians. That's right, folks. Crimes against Palestinians. This from the wonderful Washington Free Beacon. Quote, the United States will impose sanctions, including U.S. travel restrictions, on a number of Israelis who who the administration claims are involved in attacks on Palestinians. These individuals, quote, and their immediate family members will face punishment for undermining the peace, security, or stability in the West Bank, where so-called Israeli settlers have clashed with Palestinians in recent weeks, according to the State Department spokesperson who outlined details of the policy to the Washington Free Beacon. The State Department would not publicly provide the names of those it plans to sanction, citing privacy concerns, or explain exactly how U.S. officials determined guilt for these alleged crimes, which have yet to be prosecuted in an Israeli court. It is the first time in decades the United States is imposing punitive measures on Israelis living in the West Bank and signals cracks in the Biden administration's initial full-throated support for Israel as the country confronts Hamas terrorists. And let's be real on this. As we watched what happened in Oakland, it's working. As we watched the leftist protest, as we watched the anti-Semitism on college campuses and the MIT, Penn, and all that situation work. And what do I mean by that? You don't have this reaction from the State Department, from the Biden administration, without them attempting to kowtow to leftist pressure from their base, from the the group that they need to reelect Joe Biden as he runs against Donald Trump. Now, my question is, what if it's Ron DeSantis? Does that mean that you're going to hump out of the, uh, the race there, Joe? Just another question for you. So what we see here is we have no way, no, no way of adjudicating these people uh, we're just now blanketly going to what? What what criteria are you using to prove their guilt? You're doing it this against international law. Unless you're blanketly saying no Israelis can come into this country now, in which case, um, mm, that's interesting because you're hurting those of Arab descent, those black Jewish people that live there, the the non-Jewish people, the Christians that live there, the, the Jews that live there, all to kowtow to the left. All in an attempt to look good to the anti-Semitic left. This is some sick, sick stuff, and our society is rotting at its core. Now, does this mean that Jews should have the ability or Israelis should have the ability to do carte blanche in the West Bank or or in the Gaza Strip? No, of course not. That doesn't mean that. But at the same point in time, we forget that people in the West Bank are literally being paid by the Palestinian Authority to murder Jews and Israelis who may or may not even be Jewish, lest we forget that they're launching rockets right into Israel as Hamas um, did their attack on October 7th and ever since, and before that. So what are we saying? 
that Israelis have no right to to prosecute a war as they see fit within the bounds of international law? Also, who in the hell as Americans do we think we are? The arrogance of our government to attempt to dictate things like this from halfway around the world is disgusting. We are literally saying prosecute this war how we see fit, how we would like, not how you see fit within the bounds of international law. The other part of this is the insanity of the anti-Semitic left in so much as they're now acclaiming you know, war crimes and, and proportionality. we got to talk about, well, if they only killed the 1,400 Jews, the, the, the 15,000 people that have died in the Gaza Strip, that's really not proportional and da-da-da-da-da. That's not how war is fought. There are going to be unfortunate civilian casualties here. That's, that's a reality. And it's a reality that the left never wants to actually deal with. They live in an absolute fantasy that somehow they can just pinpoint this specific individual. Never mind them actually also then dealing with why Hamas is putting these individuals in harm's way, why they've decided to use schools and hospitals as bunkers and um, offices, if you will, for their terrorism. Never mind that they have cordoned them into specific areas, and then shot those who are attempting to escape. That's right, attempting to escape away from the fighting so that they can live. And Israel, hey, hey, wink, wink, hint, hint, get out of here. We're going to enter this area, and we don't want to kill you. One side doesn't want to kill as many people as they could possibly not kill. The other wants everybody to die. The other is a simple death cult. That's what Hamas is. And the sooner that we understand and realize that, our government is kowtowing to them. Our government is kowtowing to the far-left anti-Semitism movement in America. And again, we have talked about this ad nauseum. It is as simple as this. Do you believe in the world of oppressed and oppressor? Or do you believe in a world view that is much, much different. And again, we boil it down to this very simple truth. All of this is rooted in Marxism. And I want people to understand the battle that is waging on here in America and abroad. It is as simple as, are we going to allow Marxism to define the terms of the time or not? And I'm always going to fight against that. But Andrew, what do you mean? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hamas is a Marxist organization. They are birds of the same feather. I've said this a thousand times since October 7th. You want to know how in the hell the left believes what they believe on this? Why do you see all the Antifa, all the far, far left going this route? And that includes the far left Jewish population because it has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with geography. It has everything to do with ideology. It has everything to do with both the far left here and Hamas believe in socialist Marxist ideology. They believe that. They believe in oppressed versus oppressor narratives, and there's no nuance. There's, oh, wait, yeah, nah, terrorism is justified because oppressor versus oppressed. It's as simple as that. And I'm not down to clown with Marxist ideology. All right, but we've got way more to get into in today's program, so let's do that. Um, we've got this because yesterday we got news that Hunter Biden was going to be indicted on nine uh, criminal charges, some felonies, some misdemeanors, including, by the way, literally never filing taxes in 2018. But from 2016 to 2019's tax year, so four complete tax years of tax evasion, totaling almost $2 million, allegedly, according to the indictment in Los Angeles, California. Not exactly the bastion of red state America, shall we say? That, that's, that's telling in so very many ways, that a grand jury impaneled there said, yeah, nah, brah, nah, you're done. Um, well, it turns out that Hunter's not cool and down to clown with paying his fair share, but um, this from Joe Biden earlier this year came up yesterday. We're making corporations and the super wealthy start to pay their fair share in, ta in taxes. It's about rewarding work, not wealth. Um, except for your son, right? Because, well, he should be immune from, oh, and then, by the way, all of that money that you guys have been laundering for a decade or more, probably a couple of decades, using your position all the way up the ladder as influence peddling and uh, monetary gain for your entire Biden crime family. But, but CNN wants you to know the following because, you know, 
Hunter and Joe are are two separate people, and they're definitely not linked. Oh, good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Phil Mattingly with Poppy Harlow in New York. This morning, the 2024 campaign trail is on a collision course with the U.S. justice system. Hunter Biden now facing nine new federal criminal charges as investigators say he avoided paying $1.4 million in taxes. Instead, spending that money on things like drugs, escorts, pornography, and luxury hotels. Now, Hunter Biden is not President Joe Biden, and there is no allegation in the 56-page indictment that the president did anything wrong. He's not even mentioned, but that is not stopping House Republicans from making Hunter Biden's business dealings a basis for their impeachment inquiry. Holation, Batman. Holy conflation, but again, it's CNN, so propaganda. I got it. But really? But really? Yeah, no crap. This has nothing to do with Joe Biden per se because this is about Hunter Biden's taxes. We get that. But why is he evading these taxes for these specific years? Why is this happening? It is happening because in order to do so, in order to then put this in, put that in front of the IRS would be to admit that they are laundering money, that they are taking money from foreign businesses. Now, the conflation is that that this tax evasion has anything to do with the other thing that's going on, which is the allegations with actual physical evidence in front of us that Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, James Biden, Biden's sister, and the rest of the Biden crime family have deep, deep ties to money laundering through at least a dozen shell corporations that they have given us the physical evidence of existing. And those companies doing no actual business but to sit there as a conduit for payment from this shell to this other shell to this other shell, then go into the coffers of Joe Biden. But this is the line the left is now going for, okay? The new line of the left is that the Biden crime family scandal is all about Hunter Biden. And Joe Biden had nothing to do with Hunter Biden and the things that Hunter Biden did. Don't buy this for a second. And here's why. Yes, this specific case has nothing directly to do with Joe Biden. That's fine. But again, that conflation of that to the congressional inquiry. The congressional inquiry has everything to do with Hunter Biden Payments to Joe Biden, what the hell were they for? The left also wants us to believe that these are simply just loan payments. He's paying him back for loans. That's a convenient thing to do considering the fact that you are, why? If if it is about that, why are you taking money, putting it into this corporation, that corporation, other corporations, giving it to Hunter Biden, and then Hunter Biden giving it to another corporation that gives it to Joe Biden? Why not just Joe Biden writing a check, putting in the memo of the check, loan repayment, and handing it to his dad, putting it into the bank account? Why not? He evaded taxes, allegedly, because we all need to presume innocence until found guilty. And at the same time, can be intertwined with the business side of things. One is personal taxes, the other's business. To conflate the two is insane. This isn't, by the way, 
us living in a different political environment. This is literally another example of us living in two different universes. In what universe is Joe Biden and Hunter Biden not tied together? In what universe do you just simply push aside all of the evidence, the physical evidence that James Comer and others have given us? This isn't as if this is just conjecture. This is literally them physically connecting the dots for us already. This is you burying your head in the sand, only looking at one side. And then we get what I think is the worst thing I have heard in a very, very long time, period, point blank. That I, I don't think uh, white uh, people worldwide have really reckoned with how much their own personal identity is shaped by constructions of whiteness and, and how much um, that construction of whiteness uh, prevents uh, white people from uh, connecting to humanity. So basically what the, he is saying is that white people are not human. White people can't, can't fathom how to connect to humanity. Put aside the racist BS for a second. This is, this is the best example of the academia word salad bullcrap that gave rise to Ibram X. Kendi. This is the academia word salad that gives rise to the anti-Semitic left on college campuses. This is the pervasiveness of not just critical thought or critical theory, if you will, but this is the pervasiveness of unserious academic research or whatever have you. This is, this is just disgusting. White people, basically, that's exactly what you're saying, is that white people, because they, they connect more to their whiteness, they, they don't understand humanity, which is what? Coded language for you're subhuman. You are not human if you're white. That's just disgusting on oh so many levels. It, it's not even about, well, if you wanted to reverse it and, and imagine a white, people, or white person saying that about black people. It's not even about that. It, it, it is just word salad to sound smart. That's it. Now, speaking of word salad to sound smart and disgusting, it is time to crown a brand new Richard of the Week. So, who is the Richard of the Week, you might be asking? Well, let's try CARE, the Center for American-Islamic Relations, Executive Director Nahad Awad, <clears throat> apparently cheering on the October 7th attack against Israel and Americans and, and just humanity. So I hope, unlike so many people who only woke up to October 7th, the people of Gaza have been aware and living every day of October 6th, 5th, 4, 3, 1, and September 31st, and all the way to 1956. The people of Gaza 
Hazan only decided to break the siege. The walls of the concentration camp on October 7th. And yes, I was happy to see people breaking the siege and throwing down the shackles of their own land and walk free into their land that they were not allowed to walk in. I just can't take any more of that. That's just, wow. It's par for the course for care, but also these are the people who are helping the left shape their, and, and the government shape their policies in the Middle East, folks. This is the group that we were turning to after 9-11 as if they had any legitimacy at all in this discussion, in how to deal with this. Cutting them out of the process is going to be a very important step forward in simply saying, no, we don't accept your terrorist BS. We also don't accept your false history. Notice the years that were being used there and, and, and things of that nature. It's just disgusting. It's also exactly what the people in the coffee shop from earlier in the show were talking about. But... Congratulations to Nahad Awad for becoming this week's Richard of the Week. With that being said, it is time to move to the positive side of the world, the best takes of the week. All right, so best take numero uno. Well, there's actually two of these, but I'm going to deal with them separately. First, they both come from the Title IX um congressional hearing that took place earlier this week. And I, I'm guessing you've heard at least one, probably only one of these, but how Riley Gaines handled herself and how she literally made a congressperson back down from her idiocy is just amazing. And ranking member Lee, if my testi testimony makes me transphobic, then I believe your opening monologue makes you a misogynist. Thank you. I now, thank you, uh, Ms. Gaines. I now recognize Ms. Perry for her opening statements. Good afternoon, Chairman McLean, Ranking Member Lee, and distinguished members of the subcommittee. My name is Sarah Partial Perry. I am a senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. As a former varsity athlete, the mother of a girls' varsity athlete, and former senior counsel for civil rights at the Department of Education, I have, as the saying goes, uh, Madam Chair, excuse me, I move to have uh, the gentlewoman's words taken down. The committee will suspend. Madam Chair, she's engaging in personalities. Can I just ask how it's fair to be called transphobic? There's a thing. I would say men disguising themselves as women are engaging in personalities. Order. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Order, order. Let's let's get a ruling. The chair. Oh, 
Okay, so eventually the the congressperson Lee just stands down and and re- withdraws her objection, right? That was brilliant. No, you don't get to call me transphobic. So if if that is the case, then you are just a misogynist. That was such a great line. One of the best attacks that I have seen on this issue in a very long time. And and to make that congressperson eat their own words was fan-freaking-tastic. The disdain, the disgust, the contempt with which Congressperson Lee um, had for Riley was so evident before. Not even paying attention, just deciding to to whatever. Just It was great to watch her have to eat her own poop on that one. But this isn't even my favorite take. My favorite take actually comes from Kim Russell, who was speaking on the same panel. And in her opening statement, she is a long-time coach, not even a right-wing coach. She describes herself as a quote-unquote hippie coach. But 27 years, she's a member of not one, not two, but three Women's Hall of Fame for sports and her dedication to the sport of lacrosse, women's sports in general, to her college. And this is exactly whom should be speaking on this topic, the rewrite of Title IX and the erasure of women in sports. But Oberlin, like many higher level institutions today, only seems to support the First Amendment if your values align with theirs. Most people have chosen to stay silent in this topic because of the consequences seem too great. Loss of a job, reputation, friends or family, you name it. I am here in part to speak for them. I will never apologize for believing that women and girls should have the right to single-sex competition, a right for which women before me fought tirelessly. I'm hoping that my speaking up will give others the courage to do the same. I am here hoping to ensure that you understand the ramifications of the Biden administration's proposed regulations and that you will each do your job to ensure that the original meaning of Title IX is upheld. It was passed when I was five. I have reaped the benefits and my life's journey continues to be massively impacted. The Biden administration is trying to effectively change the meaning and language of Title IX. If allowed, this will endanger women in sports and private spaces, take away opportunities from women in sports and academia. Never in a million years did I think I would be sitting here at 56 fighting to get back the rights that were given to women and girls 51 years ago. Since March of 2022, many more biological males have invaded women's and girls' sports. There have been life-changing injuries, opportunities lost, and privacy has been invaded. We are harming women and girls. You have the opportunity to be heroes. This is about upholding truth, protecting the dreams of female athletes, and the original meaning of Title IX. Do I need to say anything else? Do I need to say anything else? This is exactly right. And... This individual has paid a price, Oberlin College, and and she talks before this take about the price that she paid for simply saying, yeah, no, nah, not not gonna, we're not playing this game, and and furthermore, I'm not gonna subject my uh, female athletes to severe injury, 
and uh, unfair competition. So we're just not playing that game. Speaking of not playing the game, here's the third best take of the week, and this comes from Elon Musk. Elon Musk and Bob Iger of Disney going at it. So Whole Mars Catalog says, sponsored by the White Walt Disney Corporation, and it's a link to the tweet from CNBC, which notes that um, Meta has anti-Semitic um, advertising and other just terrible or anti-Semitic posts with advertising from Disney associated with it. And Musk says, well, Bob Iger thinks it's cool to advertise next to child exploitation material. Real stand-up guy. And then he continues the attack by saying, as uh, Natalie Danilshin uh, points out, why hasn't Disney fired that guy yet? Well, he should be fired immediately, says Elon Musk. Walt Disney is turning in his grave is turning in his grave over what Bob has done to his company. That's a hundred percent true. Absolutely. Absolutely, Walt Disney is turning over in his grave for what took place there. And I am here for Bob Iger versus Elon Musk because one of them's going to win, one of them is going to be destroyed, and I've got a very real hunch that it ain't going to be the person with X. It's going to be the person who is literally overseeing the death of their company Visa bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb at the box office. And that would be Bob Iger. Uh, literally, the the Marvels, right? The last uh, Marvels cinematic universe, the MCU, um, $47 million. You might think that that's a lot of money on opening weekend, except for it's the lowest box office for any Marvel movie ever on opening weekend. We could talk about all the other animated bombs and all of the wokeness that was the Little Mermaid and this, that, and everything else. All of them bombed. Bombed, 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 bombed. There's not been a hit from Disney in forever. I'm going to guess that that company is likely to lose this battle very, very, very easily lose this battle. But with all of that having been said, folks, I hope you have a great weekend. The second Sunday of Advent is upon us. So with that, please be safe, be smart, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals. And as always, Matthew 547. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.